listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. The weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service. Educational and motivational to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now, here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 309, entitled, Providing Unique Value to Customers. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week, and of course, for the questions, the comments, and the feedback that you guys uh, send through. I really do appreciate it. Uh, just a quick reminder for you guys. And no, no, it's not uh, for uh, leaving uh, iTunes reviews. Uh, And of course, I appreciate those. But it's uh, to make sure those of you that are uh, here in North America to uh, stay hydrated as we enter uh, into the summer here. It's, uh, you know, already getting uh, very, very warm here in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, I can only imagine uh, what it's starting to be like uh, in a lot uh, warmer places down south, like uh, Texas and Arizona and California and uh, all those uh, Florida, all those types of places. Uh, so uh, just make sure you guys uh, are uh, staying uh, uh, completely hydrated, uh, drink lots and lots of water, uh, maybe some electrolytes, uh, supplements, things like that uh, to make sure uh, and, uh, you know, plenty of sunscreen and uh, hats and all that sort of stuff uh, to uh, make sure you guys are staying uh, safe out there. So uh, for this week's <clears throat> uh, episode, I wanted to... And talk a little bit about uh, providing unique uh, value uh, to your customers. And uh, this is stuff that is uh, more tailored to each individual client, not so much um, about things that are sort of a broad spectrum, uh, things like uh, obviously... Um, Things that you would consider value uh, would be things like being consistent. Um, you know, for me here in the Pacific Northwest, it means, uh, you know, keeping that schedule, um, you know, as much as possible uh, and uh, mowing rain or shine, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, also, uh, I consider uh, the fact that um, I do all of my clients uh, with credit card on file. I uh, consider that value uh, for them, that they don't have to uh, write checks uh, for me each week or remember to leave cash and stuff. And uh, when I started my uh, business, uh, those are some of the things I used to do. You know, customers had some unique spots where they would leave me money, um, you know, whether it was like under the front mat or uh, in the barbecue, uh, in the back, uh, you know, patio, uh, you know, I'd go to the back and lift up the barbecue and um, barbecue lid and there'd be, uh, you know, an envelope uh, with uh, cash there uh, for that day's mowing. Uh, but then obviously all that sort of stuff changed when I went to uh, credit card on file and it made it so much easier uh for not only me not having to chase money and knowing that uh, I'm getting paid uh, for every job that I'm doing, but also for my customers. They don't have to worry about uh, any of that, uh, you know, having to remember to leave money and all that sort of stuff. They get their one bill uh, once at the end of the month. It makes it very, very simple. 
so I consider that as sort of like, you know, providing uh, value for customers, but it's not a unique uh, value. When I think about things like unique value, it's something that I'm providing uh, for that customer that um, is unique to them. It's something that I'm doing uh, specifically for that particular customer that uh, I may not be uh, doing that same thing for other customers. Uh, in some cases, you might have uh, two or three customers that you do <clears throat> the same sort of thing for, uh, but uh, you know, but not the same for the rest of the clients. Uh, and sometimes it's um, something that you're doing. Uh, specifically uh, for, say, you know, one customer, and you don't do that for anybody else. Uh, and it's uh, something that I wouldn't, uh, you know, it's not something that you are charging for, uh, that you're not, um, you know, it's not like a service or something that you're doing for that client. But it's just something that you're adding above and beyond uh, to your weekly visits, to your you know weekly mowing service. And uh, a lot of you guys listening may already be doing some of this stuff uh, without even considering it as um, value that you're providing for your customer. But it absolutely is uh, value that you're providing for your customer. And it's something that is uh, differentiating you from the competition. And it's uh, a great way... Besides, obviously, providing, uh, you know, uh, excellent uh, quality of work and consistency and all that sort of stuff. But uh, those extra little um, uh, things that you do that I consider uh, value are a great way to uh, basically uh, create your own um you know, job security, uh, to, uh, have that job protection, uh, especially when there's so many, uh, lawn companies out there and, uh, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people vying for, uh, you know, building up, uh, customer bases and things like that. There can be a lot of competition and, uh, you know, you want to be able to be profitable. You want to be able to, um, you know, charge a good uh, rate for your mowing and, and, you know, have that profitable hourly rate, uh, like I talk about uh, in my uh, uh, How to Price Lawns Profitably uh, course uh, over on my uh, Lawn Care Business Success Academy. Uh, and you want to be able to, uh, you know, when a customer's thinking about the prices that you're charging for lawn care and somebody else is coming along and offering uh, to do it cheaper, uh, these things uh, that I'm going to be discussing in this episode of uh, providing unique value are uh, the things that those clients, uh, you know, can start to think about uh, because it helps to cement uh, your relationship uh, with them. And uh, like I said, uh, can give you uh, that job security uh, to ensure that uh, you're going to have uh, long uh, standing relationships uh, with those clients. And, uh, you know, regardless of uh, what they're being offered uh, from other companies uh, to, uh, you know, switch uh, their mowing service and stuff like that, uh, they become uh, so loyal to you uh, that 
<clears throat> you know, they're not swayed uh, by another company because uh, a company's offering, uh, you know, uh, $5 discount or $10 discount uh, uh, on the mowing price or, or something like that. So uh, this uh, whole topic, this sort of lesson is something that I've been uh, thinking about um, uh, because, uh, as I mentioned um I think in a previous episode, uh, my son has been coming out with me uh, and doing uh, some work uh, on some days. Uh, he's uh, uh, wanted to, um, you know, get a job, uh, and uh, unfortunately, because of uh, the whole uh, situation with uh, COVID and such, uh, you know, a lot of businesses uh, were still uh, scaled back and closed and not at full capacity. So. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, these entry level uh, type jobs, uh, uh, you know, obviously, uh, we're at a point where they weren't needed. Uh, things are starting to obviously come back now. Uh, but, you know, originally there uh, in the beginning of the spring, my, my son was uh, wanting to, to work. And uh, so, uh, you know, it kind of worked out uh, that it was like, you know, he asked uh, if he could come work with me. And so I was like, yeah, sure, like we can uh, make that happen. Uh, even though, uh, you know, my route and stuff is sort of set up where I don't need, um, you know, I've always worked, uh, on my own, uh, but I thought, Hey, yeah, let's enjoy uh, the time uh, that I have with, uh, him, uh, wanting to, uh, come out with me and, uh, uh, you know, get some lawns done. So, uh, in discussions with him, uh, when I'd be, uh, uh, each of uh, the different properties uh, that I'd be servicing and uh, I'd be filling him in on some of the things that I would be doing because I would, uh, you know, you know, need him to do uh, those things for me uh, in some cases. And, uh, you know, uh, in sort of discussing this and explaining uh, this, uh, you know, I just talked to him about it and then... Um, it dawned on me, um, you know, where that sort of began for me. And I know I'm kind of being really vague here uh, with it, uh, but we'll get into the detail of what I'm discussing here. So uh, the story that I told him about how I uh, came about this uh, uh, actually comes from my uh, childhood uh, in uh, where I learned this lesson on providing unique value uh, to customers. And uh, I was probably about uh, 12 years old or so, or uh, actually one of my customers um, at the time, uh, not in lawn care, but in uh, the business or the job that I was doing at the time, which was being a paper boy, a newspaper delivery person. Um, so I was, you know, I had my route uh, that I would walk uh, a couple times a week to uh deliver not even newspapers it was those uh the flyers that you would get with all like the grocery stores and uh you know um other stores like sears and stuff like that would put out these flyers every week and you'd uh go deliver all these uh you know uh flyers and uh, also sort of like the community um papers sometimes or uh, there'd be, um, this, uh, it was kind of like a newspaper. Uh, it was called the real estate weekly, uh, where it was just like, uh, listed all the houses for sale back then. There was no internet and stuff like that. There was no, you know, MLS listings that you could go online and look. So these newspapers would get delivered every Friday, uh, to every house. And it just listed every, uh, property that was for sale, uh, in the city. 
And there'd be like a little black and white picture with a, you know, kind of a brief description of the property. And then, uh, you know, with the address and stuff that you could go drive to, to go look at the house or the phone number for the agent to make a, an appointment. So I would deliver these uh, on uh, Fridays and then I would do the, the other flyers. I think it was Mondays and Wednesdays. And uh, one of my customers, quote unquote, at the time, uh, was on the flyer route. And uh, it was uh, this house in the middle of the block. And I remember the first time I went to deliver, uh, the front door was up a set of stairs. And I, you know, I'd go up to the front of the stairs, and I would kind of just walk uh, kind of partway up the stairs. And then just just enough so that I could see like the sort of the top landing, and I would uh, throw uh, the bundle of flyers. So there'd be, um, you know, uh, like a main flyer or something. And I would, um, they would get delivered to me individually, uh, at my house. So there'd be like all these bundles of, uh, uh, of the same flyer. So like from one store, there'd be like a bundle and then the other store would be a bundle and all that stuff. And I'd have to fold the flyers. Uh, so basically open all the bundles and then take one of each flyer and put them inside one main flyer or like the newspaper or what the community newspaper, whatever it was, uh, and put them all together. And, uh, then, um, you know, you did deliver those bundles. So then I would, I'd, uh, you have my little cart, a little newspaper delivery cart with a stack of bundles. And then I'd go and take, uh, the bundles that I had pre, uh, put together and go to the houses drop. So with this particular house, I would go up the stairs, just so that I could uh, get high enough up the stairs, uh, because I didn't want to climb all the way up the stairs, I would go just high enough so that I could reach that top landing, and I would just, you know, toss this uh, stack of flyers on their top landing. And uh, a couple of weeks uh, went by when I first started uh, this uh, newspaper delivery job, flyer delivery job, and uh you know, I came uh, to uh, do my route one day and the customer from that house was uh, waiting for me, basically. They had um, this screen door or storm door uh, that you call it. It's like the door that's in front of the regular door to the house. They're usually like, um, you know, older ones were like, I think, galvanized uh, metal. Uh, newer ones are like aluminum. They have like glass uh, and maybe some like... Um, uh, mosquito netting and stuff like that and the window can slide open and they're basically so that you can have your house door open and you have the like the storm door closed but you can have the window open in the storm door and it's got that sort of mosquito netting and a look sometimes like a little grid or some other decorative iron work or something over uh, where the mosquito netting is so that if you have it open you know you're not worried about people climbing in through the uh, open thing ripping the mosquito netting and climbing into your house uh, and you can uh, lock the uh, storm door from the inside. So they had their door open, but the mosquito or sorry, the storm door closed. Um, but they could see, obviously, because it's all glass. So as I came up, uh, you know, like I said, they were waiting for me and they uh, came up and uh, opened the door. And uh, I was already uh, kind of down the stairs by the time they heard the flyer. Uh, so they kind of just were like, excuse me, excuse me. And then, uh, so I turned around and, and came back and they, uh, said, Hey, would you mind when you deliver the flyers to our house that you come all the way up the stairs 
and just fold the bundle and tuck it in the door, in the storm door, in between the glass and that sort of decorative ironwork that kind of um, sticks out a little bit. And they explain that because they, uh, their house had that sort of uh, uh, door at the top of the stairs uh, versus all the other houses that had uh, their front doors sort of at uh, ground level, uh, their, their home was a little bit older and it had this uh, set of stairs to get to the front door. And they said, you know, it's a bit breezy up here. Uh, so, you know, the flyers, when you leave them there, they tend to open up uh, in the breeze and they start to blow all over. And then they, you know, sometimes they blow down off the stairs uh, and then they land in the yard and we got to, you know, come out and then climb, go down the stairs and go get them and stuff. Uh, so we'd really appreciate if you could uh, fold that bundle and uh, put it uh, in the window. So, you know, being a kid, you know, 12 years old or so, I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, I went on uh, the rest of my route. Uh, but was was really nice is as I started to do that uh, each and every week, I start to uh, leave those bundles at first. You know, those, uh, the door would be open, you know, again. And, uh, as I would put the bundle in there, cause it was like their living room, uh, that was, uh, right there at the front entrance, you could see. Um, you know, I'd hear them say thank you as I would put, uh, folded that bundle and put it in there. But what they started to do is they started to reward me basically. And they would have a little envelope there with, um, I remember them asking my name and stuff and my first name and I told them my first name. And uh, so then, you know, the following week, um, I got there and, uh, there was a little envelope and it had like five bucks in it. And I was like, wow, like, that's awesome. I had my name on the envelope. I was like, that's cool. Uh, so then, you know, the next month would go by and I would keep delivering and I keep folding those bundles and putting them in that screen door and stuff. And, uh, you know, at the end of the month, there'd be another little bonus for me. Right. And this went on and went on month after month after month. So I learned this lesson of, hey, uh, you know, providing that extra value to that customer <clears throat> that uh, it can be a, a great way uh, to, uh, you know, uh, enhance that relationship with them. And in some cases, they'll reward you for that. Or uh, in other cases, it just differentiates you in the case of like a lawn care business um, uh, from your competition. It's something that you're doing that, you know, isn't part of that main service, but it doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, so this is uh, what I'm talking about uh, in this. And like I said, I learned this lesson uh, very early on. So uh, I'm just going to take a quick uh, break. And then uh, when we get back, uh, I'm going to talk about some actual uh, real examples of this uh, and what I do uh, in my lawn care business. So uh, stay tuned. Hey, Lenny Magnell here. As a product manager at Xmark, I'm focused on innovations that keep your mowers up and running so they'll be ready to roll whenever there's grass to be cut. Our new Tractus airless drive tires maximize the productivity and uptime performance of our Laser Z mowers. When combined with our semi-pneumatic front caster tires, Tractus eliminates flat tire-related downtime. When you've had enough of productivity-killing flat tires, it's time for Tractus. Learn more at xmark.com. Okay, so 
in providing that unique value to customers. Uh, like I said, these are things that you're doing uh, for your specific lawn care customers that are different uh, from house to house, from customer to customer. So uh, these are things that you can pick on, pick up on quite uh, easily in your uh, you know talks with customers, and just over time you can learn. Um, some of your customers' habits or, you know, their likes and dislikes uh, and sort of, um, you know, tailor your service uh, to help out uh, in those instances. So, for example, uh, when I'm doing quotes and stuff, uh, you know, sometimes uh, what I'll hear with customers who have pets uh, you know, uh, when we, uh, you know, ultimately discuss, uh, you know, coming into the backyard and stuff and, and the gate being open, um, you'll hear customers saying, you know, always make sure that when you leave, can you please make sure that the gate is closed, uh, so that the dog, uh, doesn't get out. Uh, right. So this is a unique, uh, situation, a unique value that you're providing to that customer to make sure that that gate is closed every time that you go and mow that lawn. And, uh, you know, I've had uh, lots of instances uh, where customers are, um, uh, you know, they've uh, talked about their previous service provider. And, you know, one of the complaints they've had, uh, say, with a, a past lawn service is that they, you know, would never close the gate and stuff. And then the customer would uh, open, um, uh, you know, let the dog out and then, the dog would get out and then they'd have to go search the neighborhood for the dog. Uh, you know, all the time, uh, every time there was like a mowing day, they'd forget to go see if the gate was locked. So I've done this on numerous occasions with, with clients, uh, who have asked me, but also with customers that who haven't asked me, um, in situations where, uh, you know, I have a customer where I just do fertilizing type jobs uh, for them. And I know that they have a dog and I can go open the gate, but I can't close the gate uh, because it doesn't latch properly from the outside and I can't reach the latch uh, from the outside. Uh, so I always make sure that, uh, you know, when I finish servicing that property that I knock on the door and, uh, you know, make sure uh, to tell somebody that, uh, you know, I, I'm leaving and I can't close the gate to, so that they can go around and close the gate from the backyard side before they let their dog out. And if nobody's home, then I'll leave a note uh, there to make sure that they um, do that and also a phone message to make sure they do that so that by the time they get home, they're doing that. So that's a, a unique sort of service that sort of cements that relationship that I've got their best interests uh, at heart. Uh, another dog example um, that I do uh, is I had a client uh, who had a dog and the dog was always out uh, in the backyard. Very friendly lab was always out there. Uh, but uh, the backyard was uh, south facing. It was, uh, you know, on sunny days, it got very, very warm. They didn't have uh, too many trees and stuff. The dog, like I said, was super friendly. Every time I'd come and mow, I'd have to make sure that the gate was closed not only when I was leaving, but also when I was coming into the yard uh, and mowing. I have to close it because the dog is loose in the yard and I don't want to be chasing the dog myself when nobody's home and stuff like that. But I would notice that um, because on warm days, you know, I'd get there around uh, noon, lunchtime or so, and, uh, you know, the dog's bowl uh, would be empty. Uh, the dog had already, you know, drank in all the water because it's a hot day. So I would constantly, every time I was there, I'd refill the water bowls uh, for the dog. I'd 
the customers, you know, water spigot was there. I'd turn on the water, let it run for a minute or so um, until it was like nice cold water coming out. And then uh, I'd fill the dog bowls. Nobody asked me to do it. Nobody, uh, you know, um, said anything specifically about it, but it's a hot day. The dog's sitting there panting and week after week I would uh, fill those dog bowls. Uh, you know, just uh, again, something to may or may not have been noticed in that instance. Um, but, uh, you know, something that um, just shows that uh, you have that customer's best interests uh, at heart. Um, one of the other uh, examples, actually, this uh, past week was another customer I was doing uh, all of my uh, fertilizing jobs. And I did all my uh, mowing clients uh, uh, at the beginning of the week. And then um, on the Friday, I went and did all the clients where I just do uh, fertilizing jobs. I don't do their mowing. Um, so I've got a lot of uh, customers I've been servicing uh, for years with just fertilizing and aerations and things like that. So I get to this one property, the garage door is open. Uh, they're a retired couple. The wife wasn't home, but the husband was home. And, um, you know, I was chatting with him. We always have a fun time uh, having a, a quick chat. And uh, I go and put the fertilizer down and all that. He's telling me how nice the lawn looks and all that sort of stuff. And then I go and grab the blower. And uh, of course, because when I'm spreading the fertilizer, these are all very dense type properties. You inevitably get fertilizer uh, spread on like the sidewalk and uh, uh, driveway and the patio and that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I start to blow off the front and uh, his garage is facing the front. So he sees me there and I start to walk up the driveway and I'm about to go to the backyard. And he says to me, oh, don't worry about, you know, blowing the backyard. You know, it's, it's no big deal. And I said to him, no, uh, you know, I've got it. It only takes a second. I'll go do it. So I went and uh, blew off all the sort of fertilizer pellets that were all over the patio and stuff. And then I came around to the back and uh, I said to him, uh, and I said his wife's name. Uh, and I said, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, share with you something uh, that uh, your wife said to me uh, one time when I was here. And she said that um, every time uh, I'm here, that I leave everything so clean. So I said, I appreciate you uh, telling me that, um, uh, you know, I don't need to blow uh, the uh, patio off and stuff in the backyard. But um, that's something that she uh, recognizes, um, and, uh, appreciates that I do. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's the boss. I said, and he, he started laughing. He's like, Oh, thanks a lot. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Happy wife, happy life. I said, exactly. Trust me, I'm doing you a favor. I said, and we kind of had a chuckle about it, but it's one of those things, right? It's, uh, something that even if I'm, you know, I'm not mowing their lawn. I'm not putting grass clippings everywhere. I'm spreading fertilizer and, you know, you get pellets here and there and it's not a huge deal, but I go that extra and, uh, you know, make sure that everything's blown off and it's something that they noticed, something that she recognized and she appreciated. I've had that comment from lots of clients uh, over the years that I leave everything so clean um, when uh, I'm uh, leaving their property. 
So uh, just a, a funny uh, one there. Uh, another instance of this, which is a kind of a, a strange one, is that uh, in this other instance, I provide unique value to a, a particular customer of mine um, by not talking to them and not bothering them. Uh, so this is one where I have this customer who uh, hired me uh, by filling out you know, a form on the website. I did a quote all the communication was done by email. Um, you know, over the years, I've been servicing their property for uh, many, many years now, probably about 11 years now. Uh, and uh, they are ones that, you know, I think I met him for the first time in person Um not last year, but the year before, uh, he happened to be outside and we chatted for literally five seconds. Um, just said, you know, hey, how's it going? This and that. And that was it. The only time I've ever talked to this person, I've never talked to him on the phone. Uh, it's always through email. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's like every two years, uh, when his credit card number expires, I send him an email saying, hey, the credit card's expired. He sends me an you know, the new information, and then that's it. Keep going from there. Week after week, um, you know, uh, every spring I show up. In the fall, I clean the leaves and do all that sort of stuff uh, and just charge his credit card. Never an issue, never a complaint. Uh, and uh, I noticed that over the years that this house was very kind of quirky in terms of, uh, you know, the curtains are always drawn on the windows, um, their, uh, bushes are left overgrown, um, doesn't want them trimmed. Um, I've emailed and asked and, uh, in the past and, um, didn't want it done. They've left the bushes to overgrow, like they're covering the windows at some, some points, um, like completely need to be done, but they don't want them done. I also noticed a lot of security cameras, uh, more than usual uh, for a house of that size uh, on this property. And they're just very private, very, um, you know, just don't want to talk, don't want to uh, chat or anything. And like I said, I've been servicing the lawn for years and years without ever any issue of anything. I don't know if there's anything funny going on or whatever just you know likes to be left alone and i consider that now that i've kind of you know i've recognized that over the years is that that's part of the value that i provide uniquely for this customer is that uh i go out of my way to stay out of their way in terms of communication uh that i only ever email them if it's absolutely uh necessary uh, you know, like I say, every couple of years when the credit card expires and that, uh, and that's, you know, that's that extra value. I'm not hounding them. I'm not harassing them about their bushes and that uh, things need to be trimmed. They know, um, I've done it in the past for them early on. Um, they asked, and I think it was, uh, actually, uh, uh, one of the parents uh, of this, uh, family, uh, contacted me and, uh, wanted to, to have me do the gardens and stuff as sort of a gift to them, uh, early on when they had uh, bought the house. 
And uh, so I did it a couple of years in a row. And then after that, uh, you know, they just didn't want it done anymore. And they've left it uh, ever since. And like I said, you know, I've mentioned to them once or twice. Uh, but then when they sort of, uh, you know, refused, I decided, okay, well, it's obviously something he doesn't want done. And then seeing how kind of private and stuff they are kind of got the clue. Okay, well, they just, for some reason, that's just what they want. So that's the value I provide is I just leave them alone. If they want it done, they'll ask me to do it. They know I can do it. I've done it in the past, uh, but I'm not going to hound them about it uh, or anything uh, like that. And it's just something that, you know, if another company's coming around and uh, knocking on the door and all that sort of stuff, this is like those customers, like they have like the like I said, there's like a, a bunch of security cameras. There's the signs that say no soliciting and all this sort of stuff. So you know that like this person just doesn't want to talk to people, just wants to be left alone, that sort of stuff. So, you know, by me doing that, it, uh, you know, really gives my me an advantage over people that might be knocking on his door and things like that, that want to talk to him and all that sort of stuff. I'm providing the service. I'm doing a good job. I'm there consistently year after year. He doesn't have to ask me to pick up the leaves in the fall. I just do it, all that sort of stuff. I take care of it. I only talk to him uh, every couple of years. That's the unique value I'm providing uh, for that specific uh, customer. So another uh, one that I provide uh, is um, things like, uh, you know, I have a customer who's requested that um, because they're elderly uh, and uh, their uh, mowing day happens to fall uh, the, on the day before uh, their garbage day. Uh, their garbage pickup day. So they uh, ask if I can take the bins, uh, all their garbage bins, and roll them down to the curb for them uh, because they're elderly and they can't do it. And of course, I'm going to do that. Uh, So year after year, week after week, that's what I do. That's uh, some unique value that I do for them that they don't have to worry about uh, is that I will take those uh, garbage cans to the curb for them each week and then uh, their uh, next door neighbor um, brings them back in at the end of the day once the garbage uh, is picked up and then the next week when I'm there to mow I wheel them back out uh, to the curb for them for that uh, garbage day the next day and uh, again just takes uh, something uh, that they have to worry about off their plate uh, and uh, they don't uh, have to worry about it uh, again. So as you can see, just things that um, you can do. Uh, Another one is uh, chatting uh, with the elderly. This is something that my son uh, immediately recognized uh, that I was doing with specific uh, clients um, that, uh, you know, there'd be specific elderly clients that would come out to say hi to me uh, when I uh, showed up and you spend, you know, five minutes or so talking to them. But uh, in a lot of these, uh, you know, cases like that, they are cl- uh, elderly clients, like I say, that are home alone. They don't have anybody else with them. Uh, you know, they may have family and stuff uh, that, uh, you know, are around, but not uh, living with them. Uh, so, you know, that conversation uh, that you have at five minutes, uh, 10 minutes sometimes, uh, conversation can really brighten their day. Um you know, I've been told uh, by uh, some families um, of a client who passed away 
who I serviced for many years as well, that, um, you know, the family all knew me by name and stuff like that, even though I had never met the family other than uh, the mother that I was, uh, you know, mowing their lawn uh, each week. And, uh, you know, uh, when she passed away, they sent me um, the little card um, that they, uh, you know, sort of hand out at the funeral that has like the information of when she was born and all that sort of stuff. And they sent a nice little uh, letter as well, just thanking me for all of the years of service on um, their mother's property in that, um, you know, Every time they talked uh, to their mother on the phone, she always mentioned me um, as part of, you know, her week of, you know, the going ons or happenings of her week. Um, and that, uh, you know, they mentioned that uh, their mother uh, uh, enjoyed and looked forward to Mondays uh, because it was so consistent that I was there every Monday to mow the lawn and I would always take time uh to uh, chat with her and uh, that she always looked forward to that. So, you know, when you look at that, something that doesn't, you know, cost me much other than uh, a little bit of time uh, to provide something like that or to fill some water bowls for a dog, um, to roll some garbage cans out to the curb, um, you know, to keep gates closed, uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, people's pets aren't going to be, uh, escaping, uh, once you're done all just little things, but they can really, uh, cement, uh, your relationship, um, with that client, uh, and, uh, really make it, uh, so that you're uh, basically creating your own job security, uh, that once you get those clients, that they're not going to be looking to replace you. They're not, as long as you're doing, obviously, um, what they hired you for in terms of like mowing a lawn and stuff like that, um, you know, they're not going to be swayed by a $5 or $10 cheaper price um, because of that extra value, that unique value that they you are providing uh, for them. Uh, some of the other things I try to do in general is, uh, you know, as I'm driving through the neighborhoods uh, and, um, you know, because my route is quite dense and uh, a lot of times you're passing the same properties uh, throughout the week, even though, you know, you're mowing them once a week, you might be driving by that same property a couple times a week, um, is always looking at that property as I drive by. And if I see something uniquely uh, out of place, uh, like um, their garage door uh, being left open when normally it's closed um, and seeing that the car is not there, that they you know went out and obviously forgot to, to close their garage door. And I will contact the customer, I'll phone them and say, hey, you left your just driving by and notice that your garage door is open. And they'll be like, oh my goodness, like I can't believe that uh, I left. I was like so um, frazzled this morning when I left and stuff. Do you mind um, just, you know, stepping into the garage and <clears throat> pressing the button on the wall and closing it and then, you know, kind of jumping up over, or jumping out over the beams, <clears throat> the, those safety beams. And I was like, yeah, no problem sort of thing, right? Or letting customers know, like I had a customer who I knew was going camping uh, for a week. And there was a bunch of Amazon packages delivered to the front door and they were just going to sit there all week. So I emailed them and asked, Hey, do you want me to uh, notice your, you guys, I know you guys are you know gone for the week or so. These packages are just sitting at the front door. Number one, they're, you know, uh, obviously, uh, 
susceptible to porch pirates, but also uh, it's a tell that nobody's home if they're not getting picked up. Um, do you want me to just take them and, you know, put them around the back and put them, you know, by the back door or something like that or somewhere else, or I can take them with me home and then bring them uh, when you're back, that sort of thing, right? And they're so appreciative of uh, those types of things. Uh, another simple one that I do that um, you know, I had a client where uh, they had the trampoline in the backyard, and even though it was in an area where uh, it wasn't on a lawn, um, so I didn't have to worry about moving it or anything like that, uh, and it had like nothing to do with me, I would notice that it would be completely covered in like flowers and stuff in the spring, like the cherry blossom flowers and stuff, and um, you know, it gets quite messy. So, um, or um, at times uh, it would also get covered in pollen. Uh, so, you know, in that early spring sort of time, it would get completely covered in pollen, you know, um, obviously the, for the kid to go out there and play on it, they're going to get covered in pollen or cherry blossom, uh, leaves and stuff. So I would mow the lawn after I was done, I would purposely go and blow off, uh, the trampoline and, uh, blow off all the pollen or the cherry blossom leaves, whatever the case may be at the time and, uh, make sure it was all clean. And I'm sure, uh, that that didn't go unnoticed because it's quite obvious, obviously, that the uh, trampoline's completely filthy or covered in debris and stuff like that, and now it's not. Um, so just little things that I would, you know, just do to show, uh, again, like I said, that you have that customer's best interest at heart, um, that you're providing that unique value uh, to the customers for their specific uh, situation. And uh, like I said, it can be a great way to uh, further cement that relationship uh, that you have for your customers, turn them into long time loyal clients, uh, and just, uh, you know, basically create your own job security, uh, with those clients as well. So, uh, that's, uh, it for this week, guys. Hopefully you guys got some value from that. Uh, here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.